It's Monday on Daily Delivery. Patrick Royce joins me. I am Michael Rand. Patrick, I feel like I say it every week, but I mean it every week. Um, we got a lot to get to today. And here's the thing. We're going to start in Vikings. We'll get into some Gophers, uh, probably some uh, Minnesota United soccer. They got eliminated from the playoffs on Sunday. And I got to talk Timberwolves, too, because um, as soon as I wrote something really mean about them a few days ago, <laughs> they started playing really well. Yeah, um, that happens. That does. It does. I gotta, I gotta tell you this, Mike. I was uh, investigating the. I was in researching the Turkey of the Year award yesterday. Yes. Yes. It, generally, I go through uh, your stuff for the year, just you know, looking at the headlines and, and and then my stuff and a couple others, just to you know make sure. And then I look around a little more, and uh, it is an amazing the number of headlines we run across that kind of came out the opposite. <laughs> Here, you know, there's a, there's a, I had my share and so did you that, uh, that this is, you know, this is, this is what it looks like. And then about 10 minutes later, it doesn't look like that after it appears. So it's, uh, which is what makes it fun. But unfortunately, you know, ever since the internet came along, people can discover that very quickly. Yes. <laughs> I felt when the facts change, my opinion changes, Patrick. How about that? <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, that's it. You're not you're not alone on that. You're not alone on that. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not whitewashing myself on this, that's for sure. So well speaking speaking of uh that's that's a good segue because I was uh as I was watching the Vikings Packers at the two minute warning, I was writing a blog post in my head about how this is why you can't trust Kirk Cousins in big situations, you got to move on from him, stuff like that. Because it looked like he had thrown um, the game, what what would have been probably the game defining interception. Um, you go go to break, you come back out of break, you find out that the Packers defensive back had actually the ball had come out a little bit as he came to the ground. No interception on the play. They end up going down, scoring a a the game winning field goal cousins engineers the winning scoring drive the narrative changes 180 degrees on a little shift of a ball but a fantastic game on sunday and long story short is now we're writing nice things about kirk cousins instead of mean things about kirk cousins yeah. what uh what did you think of that call i thought it was a good call i mean when the when the ball hits uh, when he when he hit the ground and the ball moves that's that's a, yeah, i mean yeah, I, don't, I don't know if i love the, i don't know if i love the rule but it was the right call yeah, but I mean, what what's what's movement? Is it uh, you know the the idea that you still have a grasp on the ball is uh, I don't know. It's you know you knew what they were going to call because they're idiots, but that's an interception in my world. Uh, but anyway, that's that's okay. I'll tell you one thing: uh, the they got a pretty good they had they got a pretty good day out of Scott Hockley for themselves, didn't they? He made uh, every, every call they made that game was. Uh, uh, really, uh, you know, hurt the Packers. And, 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 you know, we've spent all our years saying that the, the referees uh, favor the Packers. Not not on Sunday. They drove them down the field for one of their touchdowns. Uh, the hockley led drive when they uh, called a very chintzy uh, roughing the passer and another uh, uh, really chintzy pass interference. I got it. You know, I, the Vikings uh, certainly uh, it was an exciting game and a great win. 
but the impact of officiating on NFL games drives me nuts. It's uh, that they, they are so aggressive in calling penalties. It just drives me crazy. And uh, I, I think it's, it, it amazes me how popular the game remains when it's, there's no game to me more impacted by officiating than, uh, than an NFL game. That said, it was a certainly a memorable game. And uh, the Packer defense that had been played so well, uh, something happened to them because they were they were uh, pretty awful. And uh, the Vikings uh, had their way with them. They couldn't do anything with Jefferson, that's for sure. No, and he's uh, he had himself a game. It's amazing what happens when you magically remember to start getting the ball to your best players. That was that was the weirdest storyline from a couple of weeks ago, where it was like, oh, yes. We, we figured it out. Here's what we've been doing wrong. We haven't been getting the ball to our best players. Like, oh, what a great idea. And they did it again <laughs> yesterday. And they look at that. They're 2-0 since they started getting the ball to their best offensive players and trusting their offense. Because if they go conservative in that game, there's no way they win that game. No, that's true. And, uh, you know, the offensive line, yeah, God love him. We love to beat on him. But uh, he hasn't faced that much pressure in the last couple of weeks either. He was, uh, and as I said, the Packers, uh, uh, you know, are, they're missing, missing most of their uh, rushers, but, uh, they, they've, you know, the offensive line is, we love to get on him every time, every time somebody gets within six feet of that guy, well, he was pressured, whatever their interpretation of pressure is, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's his own fault and the, the offensive line's been good. And, uh, you know, they, what we had each team had a couple of sacks and it was, uh, you know, it was uh, it was an offensive display, that's for sure. And uh, they when they fell behind, as I said on Twitter, uh, giving up that seventy-five yard pass was genius. It got them uh, it got them two minutes, two over two minutes to come back and win the game. Plus, otherwise, Rodgers would have just went down the field, scored the tying touchdown, and you would have went to overtime, right? Take a playcation to Mystic Lake for 24-7 gaming, fun restaurants and bars, and luxurious hotel rooms. And join Club M to bask in the rewards. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. But hey, what unless, the hell? Unless Crosby missed the extra point. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. So uh, what's wrong with him? By I don't way? know. They, I think they're they're blaming the they're blaming the the operation. They're blaming the uh, the the snap the 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 snap the hold. He's got new He's got new, new new stuff of that. I had uh, when was it a month ago? He missed four one night or In something. Cincinnati, yeah, almost cost him that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, you know when they he he had a horrible period. What about six seven years ago? Yeah, he was the worst kicker in the league, and they kept them. But uh, he's uh, he's got that going too. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, the Vikings uh, yeah, they played great. They got some great breaks yesterday too, and I guess that's how that's how the modern NFL game is determined. The, yeah, and like you know, like I said, the the you're right. They give the they get the ball back, and that's you know it does make a, a there was a certain amount of sense to that. But then um, throws the look, like, look looked like Cousins was gonna look like Cousins threw an interception on the first. You know, the first opportunity he had to be a hero. I mean, what a reprieve. I mean, think about how, like, just I can't think of a, a game where the narrative would have been much different from oh, yeah, one yeah, thing absolutely. changing. 
because let's face it, deep in our hearts, we don't like the guy. <laughs> it's just he's a, you know, he's when he tries not to be arrogant, he's more offensive than when he when he's just his arrogant self. And uh, you know, he just he, he's just his delivery of comments and his just his whole attitude towards life. He's an easy guy not to like. And uh, and plus we turn on him. We, you know, fans are goofy. We always resent the amount of money that somebody's making. And uh, and now he's making what 40 next year or something. 45. We we like to we like to turn on him. So uh if this would have been a you know, you're right, the post-game shows would have been uh, just you know, non-stop. You can't win with cousins, right? That's yeah. all it's about. And now it's, uh, oh man, you know what? He might be better than Rodgers. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, it's not, it's all Justin Jefferson and it's all, they might make the playoffs. I mean, they're five and five now. Oh, well, they are, they, they are one of the two playoff teams right now. They're the sixth. I think they're the sixth seed right now. Yes. They're not even the yes. seventh seed right now. Well, yeah, they're right. They're in the right conference too. Cause the other yes. conference got all these plus 500 teams in the, this conference doesn't know they're, you look at the schedule, this can be hard. Not, all you got to do is win nine, right? If you go I nine. Think probably. I mean, just, just the fact that no. there's kind of two spots up for grabs now instead of just the one. Because New Orleans yeah, well, keeps losing. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans isn't, isn't you know, they don't have a quarterback, for goodness sakes. And uh, so, yeah, I think they're in. I mean, I'm not in, but the schedule gets easier. Uh, you know, now San Francisco's come alive again, and they're not going to be a walkover. But, uh, but you, uh, you know, you get to play. I don't care about it. You can go on and on and on about how the Bears. You never win in Soldier Field. They're going to win. This Bears team stinks. By the way, you know they're going to ruin a lot of Thanksgiving dinners by making everybody nauseous watching that first game on uh, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Thursday, aren't they? Bears, Lions. Oh, can't wait. They kept having ads on that. Final they score, nine to, nine to eight final score. They got three games left with those mutts. They don't have, uh, you know, they don't, they, they, this was, they just got through their toughest stretch and they went, what, three and one, right? Two and two. Two and two. Okay. Yeah, that's right. They were three and five and now they won two and two. So they had this four game stretch that was going to bury them. And now they're, uh, Zim was a happy guy yesterday, man. He was, uh, he was, uh, ebullient on the sidelines after pulling that one out. So, uh, yeah, if I, I could... think it first time all year, he looked like a guy who doesn't think he's going to get fired <laughs> you know, on the sidelines. If I can read lips, I think I saw some choice words coming out of his mouth, uh, in celebration yesterday too <laughs> it was pretty funny going back yeah. to his going back to his hard knocks days uh yeah. if i'm reading lips correctly yeah but uh you know it's uh, i would imagine the narrative is uh far different in milwaukee and green bay today about uh why, why that game was lost don't you think uh, oh the packers fans uh, are blaming the officiating already it was it was and it, but it was a, a nice little role reversal because the vikings fans will tell you that 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 was the first yeah. time in 60 years that they've ever gotten the break. Yeah. yeah, against the Packers, right? But they, they are blaming the officials. No, uh, they're probably right. <laughs> but I, I hate this guy, this guy, Hockey Lays. Uh, I mean, I just, he said, he comes, he comes to the, he comes onto the field every game 
looks around and says, look at all the people who came to see me. It's uh, just like the old man. I, I mean, I've been fashioned him long before I, I got, I think I wrote a whole column about six weeks ago, bashing the NFL officials. And he's the, uh, and he was the lead run. I watched him one night and it was, it was horrible. You didn't know that you, you watch plays and then you got to wait. 15 seconds every time to see if some jackass ran up and threw a penalty flag. I, it just drives me nuts. I, what was game was I watching late game yesterday? There had to be like six straight plays that uh, after the Viking game was over, I was watching a game. There had to be six plays, straight plays with a flag. Yeah. You gotta be the league's theory has to be. Don't throw it unless you have to. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, and, it, and it's just the opposite. What, what can I throw a flag on this time? I think, yeah, maybe, maybe that was roughing the passer, uh, even though it wasn't any, you know, anything near that. Yeah. What the hell? I'll just turn the game around right here and throw a flag. It's, uh, it's incredible to me. It's worse than the, it's worse than the college guys. And this taunting. Oh, God, mighty. Did you see the one guy? He scored the touchdown and he pointed. You know, he pointed, all he did was pointed like, hey, I just scored a touchdown, 15 yards. For, uh, the Kansas City guy had to make a 48-yard extra point. <laughs> they're, they're just, they're so, they're, all these old white jackasses, 75 years old, Rich McKay and the rest of them sitting on the God competition committee saying, oh, this is terrible for the game. When is the last, we got to prevent violence and stuff uh how many fights do you have in a football game in the nfl a year two right. you know not like they're solving a problem that did not exist yeah so the one that drives me crazy is the third down like illegal contact penalty on the defense oh yeah yeah it's well, like it's that, it's, <laughs> it happens every it happens on every single play like yeah. you, like if, if someone's just like touched someone seven yards past the line of scrimmage, suddenly the flag comes out and it's that one drives me crazy more than anything else. It's like yeah. it's, you give it an automatic first down on a play that probably doesn't deserve it. Doesn't stop us though. I guess it just gives them, it gives them, it gets another, another conversation point, which is what keeps the NFL going. Right. Yeah. We now we have three teams every game to discuss, right. The home team, the visiting team, and the referees. And it's uh, it, it's another thing to to scream about. I mean, how often do we leave a a college game that we watch and all we're talking about is the officiating? So yeah. not, not as often as in the NFL. So speaking yeah. of three teams and the college game, Patrick, you did the math last week, but it appears now that the Gophers actually do still have a shot at the Big Ten. West Championship, three things need to happen. Um, Iowa needs to lose to Nebraska, and we'll know that Friday. I'll try this out. Have you looked at the, by the way, I'll, okay, I'll run through the, the things that have to happen. So Iowa's got to lose to Nebraska. Purdue has to beat Indiana, which is yeah, certainly well, doable. And the Gophers have to beat Golden Wisconsin. Valley, Gold Valley High School could beat uh, yes. Indiana, and they yes. they're, they don't even exist anymore. <laughs> and uh, and then... Yeah. Gophers have to win, obviously. Yeah. 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 Now that, yeah, the, the, uh, when I looked at the three way, I, uh, I interpreted it differently 
because Wisconsin hasn't lost within the division and the Vikings have lost tw- I mean, they've Go over yeah. twice. So I thought that that was just, it, that tiebreaker was that simple, but it gets, when it gets to be, it's, uh, it gets more complicated than that. And yes, if, uh, you know, the, the Nebraska, which is, I, I was surprised. I will open a six and a half point favorites. And no, uh, the, Nebraska's, is, is that what it is? Okay. I thought I saw Iowa was favored. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm I wrong. saw uh, what I saw was Nebraska by four. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know where I read that, but yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, I was so uh, uh, punchless offensively, but I wouldn't bet against them because this Nebraska team has really uh, got a patent on getting beat close, don't they? I yes. Mean, it, yes, they. It, Amazing to turn them the uh, way they can screw up the end of a game, but uh, you know. Meanwhile, I was, you know, uh, I would probably intercept four passes and beat them. I wouldn't bet against them, but yeah, they got a real good chance. And then the thing about Wisconsin coming in there, they're playing really good, but they only got one running back. They've had all kind all they're just like the Vikings. They've had all these injuries at running back, but they only have this Brandon Allen kid back left. If he gets hurt, they don't have anybody. And uh, you know, they're gonna come in here and try to run the ball 30 times. So uh it would be kind of a farce if the Gophers actually were to make it to the if the Gophers make it to the uh Big Ten championship game. Uh, I don't think uh, as Ohio State's waiting for him. I don't think it'll be as close as it was at, at uh, Target Field. I mean, uh, U.S. Bank or what, what do we call it now? Huntington, Huntington Bank. Bank Stadium. I mean, I get confused. Just, like list, just list all the stadiums. We'll get there eventually. Uh, Huntington Bank or whatever the hell stadium it is. Uh, uh, you know, they, no. I, I don't think it'll well, be a, I don't think it'll a thriller like it was the opener. What was it 49 nothing over Michigan State at halftime yesterday? Other day? Yes. Yeah, Michigan State's been a fraud all year. But hey, people who are making fun of Fleck getting uh, another two years on his contract for uh, and then turning around losing to Illinois at home. How about Mel Tucker getting a 10 year deal at Michigan State and then they're, then they're, then they're behind by a hundred at halftime? That was. Uh, yeah, but Ohio State looks like the real deal now. So, uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, Nebraska, I was 50-50. And then after that, you basically got to beat Wisconsin because you don't have to sit around all day waiting to see how Indiana is going to come out. That's for sure. I mean, you should. Gonna, I mean, it'd be Purdue will beat them by three touchdowns. So uh, you got to beat Wisconsin at home. Last time they had this chance to do this, uh, uh, Wisconsin had Jonathan Taylor and uh, you, they couldn't stop him and they got their ass kicked, but you're better than, I think this team is more talented than the team that uh, went to the, the Citrus Bowl or whatever we call that now down in Orlando, that 11 and two team. I think this team is more talented, but they've been more erratic and a lot of it's been Morgan not playing as well, but he, again, he discovered his uh, wide re- that he had a great wide receiver uh, on on Saturday. So, you know, I'd say Nebraska Iowa was a coin flip, and Gophers Wisconsin's a coin flip. But I didn't see what what's the number. Of I just Wisconsin. looked it up again. Yeah, it Nebraska Iowa opened as a pick'em, and now it's Nebraska minus three and a half. So it's uh, wow. The, okay. the money moved quickly on that one. People like Nebraska. And they, it is at Nebraska. So yeah. 
Yeah, but they're they're three and seven. And when was the last time yeah. a three and seven team against uh, what is Iowa nine and two? Is that thing? Yes, yes. But Iowa doesn't have a quarterback, you know. So they're that that kid is ugh. the the new one is not a hell of a lot better than the other one, Padilla. But uh, Petrus was terrible. So uh, yeah, I mean, but then again, Nebraska has a Martinez. So as long as you got a Martinez, you're going to end up having somebody throw a big interception. So. Uh, that's you know they've had two of them now and uh yeah it's it's uh yeah they go for a shot they don't deserve to have a shot but they do have a shot because it's yeah. uh i don't think anybody's ever won a division at six and three have they since the big 10 went to this system i'd be surprised yeah that would be uh that that's a that's a tough one to to, to imagine but they i mean they they did what they had to do Saturday at the very least. They, you know, Indiana's uh-huh. no good and they got behind early you know they got behind seven nothing indiana looked like it had a little momentum and then they just were able to put that away with 35 14 i think was the final i mean and again you know a team that's had a hard time winning the layups this year you know bowling green uh, illinois um being the two prime examples of that so it, you know, at the very least they did what they needed to do but yeah it, set, right. it sets up to be pretty good pretty good uh viewing next weekend at the very least they are a uh they uh the, these two teams are very similar i mean the vikings had a you know, a raucous win at home yesterday, but before yesterday, uh, both of these teams have played more poorly at home than they have on the road. So the Vikings and the, and the yeah, Vikings that's true. Gophers have, you know, both of their amazing clunkers uh, have been on the road. By the way, it was a big showdown uh, last week on Matching Day, and uh, Miami, the team the Gophers beat, defeated Bowling Green, the team they lost to, uh, the bowling, I've been doing bowling green yeah. update. I believe they're two and eight now. So wow, that's amazing. Uh, the Gophers, <laughs> I think they won one in their league and they beat the Gophers. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, they, you can, they got a shot. They got, I'd say they got a 40% shot, right? That, Cause it sounds about right. Now they, they, all the, they owe us a good home game that they, they played well. And, uh, and, uh, and Wisconsin, you know, Wisconsin is like the Gophers have had uh, some in-season transfers that they've lost, and uh, it's it's weird. How about the Gopher defensive end who quit? Yeah, that's he's went the transfer portal. What's wrong with these guys? Why don't too, you wait till? It's too easy wait? now. Yeah, well, yeah, but why don't you wait a week? You're pouting. You get to play enough, so you say, you know, you know what what what's the hurry to get the transfer portal? For God's I, sake. I stumped, I stumped Randy Johnson, by the way, a few weeks ago, and I asked him just kind of offhand on, on the podcast, like, if a guy enters the portal, can he play for another team in the same year? I don't think so. I don't no. think so. I didn't think so, but they it was... Did, just... They did eliminate that, yes. Okay. But last year, they did have, I believe, basketball players. Yeah. Next semester. I don't think you can do it. I think they got they shut that down. Okay. But they well, did have, oh, they did have, like, uh, you know, softball players leaving in December and playing in January, the, the home run, you know, the in, in softball, which has always had the wide open. Right. They didn't have one, but who's the, 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 the slugger that went to Florida, uh, the catcher, Kendall, whatever her name was. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ended up. She left here. Like a, she told her teammates about December 1st and she was playing. I did a piece on her in Florida on January 10th or something. So. Kendall Lindemann, right? right. Lindemann. Yeah, that sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. Anyway, yeah, it's a goofy, it is, it is a goofy world we live in. But uh, 
you know, I mean, they, they what what people should realize. I think there's a perception that uh, if you're the if Ohio's if you lose to Ohio State the Big Ten championship game and they obviously would then be selected for the uh, for the playoff that the the Big Ten West team goes to the uh, the Rose Bowl. That's not happening they uh they they don't have to take the big 10 west champion if they lose they can they can uh take michigan so the loser the the loser of the michigan ohio state game is likely to go to the rose bowl not the gophers so unless they you know the only way they're going to a big bowl game is if they win the big 10 championship that would be unlikely that's gonna yeah. classify that as although unlikely. i think they i think they could hang with michigan because they aren't explosive yes. play but if they play ohio state uh the Stroud kid was 32 for 35 for 425 yards and six touchdowns. And they took him out in the middle of the third quarter, basically. That's not bad. That'll work. No, no. Well, yeah. Patrick, we've been entirely too positive on this podcast. A positive, <laughs> positive Patrick. Well, I tried to throw a little negative in there with the refs. And the, you uh, did. I appreciate the, that. Um, yeah. The, the the glory of beating an Indiana team that's horrible. That's so true. I, I'm not getting that excited. You, you so. find a way. You find a way. But I, we got to talk Minnesota United soccer for a bit here. We don't do a ton of that on Mondays. Usually soccer is probably not your first, second, or seventh favorite sport. But um, they lose 3-1 to Portland in, you know, single elimination playoffs on Sunday. Um, it had been uh, it had been about 16 weeks since they'd played after MLS gave them a nice <laughs> nice time off. Everybody gets a bye. No, it's 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 a, it's a, it's a dumb weeks, playoff right. system. It's 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 bad. But I don't know if they're rusty or what it is. They didn't look good. They lose. They find out right before the game's going to start. They lose their starting goalkeeper. He went on the COVID list. Tyler Miller said to play Dane St. Clair. I don't think it was St. Clair's fault, but three to one. Um, they get the first goal, and then after that, it was kind of Portland for 75 minutes just relentlessly attacking them, and they had no answer. They didn't look like they had much juice for a playoff game. I watched most of it. They just didn't look like they had much life in them to uh, to put up much of a fight, especially after they went down 2-1. to one. Uh, Yeah, that uh, I, I watched bits and pieces. I'd, clip, I'd flip over there once in a while and watch it, and uh, uh, you know, they'd had all his success against Portland in the past. I don't know if, uh, you know, that means anything. And two and oh, this season, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, my, you know, I, whenever I read Heath's quotes after, and I was reading them after that loss, there's another coach who thinks he might get fired. <laughs> he, uh, you know, it's, he's, it was, uh, you know, he, his whole thing was this amazing comeback they made from 0 and 4. And they, you know, we've had a lot of injuries. And, uh, you know, that is a sport, boy, where uh, where that coach doesn't stand up and take the bullet too often, do they? They, uh, you know, they, they, this guy's a, this guy can rattle off what a great season it was when you limped into the playoffs. Uh, he's a guy that, I thought I, I I thought I was reading quotes from a guy lobbying to keep his job when I uh, saw that, and uh, I don't know the uh, I saw some of our comments. We don't get that many on our soccer stories, but fire the Heath. Uh, Heath out is the hashtag on Twitter. Heath out. Yeah. They've been using that one all year. And what are they? What are, what what don't they like about? It? I think they don't like tact. The tactically, he he looks. I think sometimes they think he plays 
either wrong formations, poor poor adjustments, things like that. Conservative, uh, or is too conservative or not conservative enough? What are they? Uh, uh, just wrong. And, and he he was on the pod. He had a great line um, on the podcast the other day. That, yeah, the the uh, what was it the uh, where he said uh, yeah he said everybody hindsight. else talks about hindsight yeah hindsight United is undefeated. <laughs> Well, and, and then I was looking through this your stuff yesterday, uh, back six, eight weeks ago, or maybe even when the season was three months ago, he was complaining about social media too. Yes, he hates I that. Mean, yeah, well, what the hell? Don't look at it. Jeez, jeez, Louise. You know, it's uh, it really is uh, the the European approach to sports where every uh, every every is soccer more than anything is this every win is glorious every loss is uh you know horrible i remember right. being on the uh coming i was at the Ryder cup in spain and europe came europe beat the u.s right with tiger the first time in balderrama and i was in london the next day we were in london we got to London and then spent a day and then give, but reading the London play papers, you would think that Europe once again, won world war two, it was, I mean, the, the glory of the, 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 the overwritten glory of this victory over uh, the, uh, you know, the U S 14 and a half to 13 and a half with Sebi as the coach. And, and it's, and that the, the, the you know, we are not an international sports market. We are a hemispheric or continental. We're a continental sports market, right? Europe, it's world, you know. They worry about whether New Zealand is going to beat Thailand and cricket or not. I mean, it, it's a completely different world. And that's the way soccer, that's the way Heath, and that's the way a lot of these soccer guys approach every man. Oh, the boy, I heard whatever his name is, the heavy breather, uh, <laughs> the Caleb, whatever his name is, the, the glory of the, when they, when they beat the LA or they tied the LA to uh, get into the playoffs, right? They had to tie LA. They did. Yeah. I heard his post game. The, he had, he, he sensed this incredible pale having fallen over Los Angeles because the, the team didn't make the playoffs or something. And it's, uh, and, and it's kind of the way uh, you kind of, when I read the Heath quotes about, uh, you know, that uh, hindsight United is unbeaten or something. It's what, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, you're playing a random game, man. It's like soccer. I mean, it's like hockey. It's a random game. If somebody scores a goal that they shouldn't, shouldn't score, you know, you, you get beat. Now, yesterday, they obviously got wild played and richly deserved the loss. But, uh, you know, a lot of times, soccer, like hockey, a lot of times, the teams that play, usually in other sports, the team that plays the best wins. That's not necessarily the case in soccer and hockey in my, in my brain anyway. No, I 100% agree. I mean, when you got so few, so few goals um, yes. in the wild games lately, there's been a lot more goals, so it's been a little different. They yeah. they had a couple big, uh, big offensive outputs, but uh, the defense didn't quite hold this weekend. But yeah, hockey and soccer, it looks like 
Yeah, when you get matches that are one nothing, two one, you know, or one one going into extra time, it's like, yeah, if you get one fluke goal, especially in soccer, is is <laughs> yeah, whole makes lot a huge difference. It makes yes, all the difference in the world. It's 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 uh, what's intriguing to me here is as a guy who could go back and name the kicks lineup, right? <laughs> Even though I didn't cover them or watch them much, right? Is this the world of soccer that we now live in? That the roster is constant flux because you know they i mean this these i listen to a game now and i've heard about about five of the guys you know i, I you know, frag this guy that keeps getting in trouble frank, frag 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 yeah whatever where did he come from where did he when did he show up wow, you know? right in the middle of the season <laughs> this year yeah. yeah yeah i know i mean they they i guess it's i guess well i guess if you're a soccer fan you could say the same thing about baseball so you know yeah. that the rosters keeps changing but uh yeah it's uh it's hard for us non-soccer guys to even know who the you know i'm listening to the play-by-play on the radio yesterday and he was telling me who had the who was bringing the ball up the side and i didn't know which team he was playing for you know like i finally figured out that uh this one guy from uh portland that got the two goals was playing for portland not for us so <laughs> Well, that's it's, good. A, it's confusing to us non-soccer guys, but hey, uh, I, I hope Heath keeps a job because you you might get a, a less crazy guy to coach you. And you, you, you know, I love I love his quotes when he gets mad, and yeah, he still good. can he can still ream out his team for playing a clunker and stuff like that. And uh, I, I don't know is that ethic changing? And that ethic is probably not changing in soccer. We probably don't get the guy that. You know, we probably don't get a Rocco type in soccer huh, who tries to sugarcoat everything. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. When you got to wear a suit on the sideline, I think you're going to look. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Is that a rule? I couldn't come I out there looking like Bill Belichick if I wanted to. You know, I don't know if you have to, but they always they always seem to. So at least a lot of the times. And he, both the guys yesterday were were suited up. Well, uh, let me throw this in, by the way. I just yeah. mentioned Belichick and I went on Twitter on this. I, I would, I said, I would rather shovel elephant dung in the circus than cover him, but he is the greatest coach in any sport of my lifetime. It's unbelievable that he's got this team now playing better than anybody in the AFC with a rookie quarterback and slapping his defense back together. And they just go out and they're just steamrolling teams. It's uh, it's incredible. This guy is is unbelievable that he sees all on both sides of the ball. He sees everything. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get that dream matchup uh, outside of how Vikings fans might want it to go of Buccaneers and uh, Patriots in the Super Bowl this year. Oh yeah, you think the NFL is? They're gonna uh, they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna. I'd hate to be playing either of those teams in the conference finals. Yeah. And see what see how. See how the how you get refereed in that game. Yeah, you know? exactly. So. Uh, Patrick, we had to talk really quick. Timberwolves. Um, Ooh, my friends, man. my friends like to tease me. I've I've written about eight variations of the blog post. <laughs> have the wolves turned the corner? I'm not going to say they've turned the corner, but these last three games they looked pretty good, especially this oh, weekend man. when they just blasted Memphis after beating Sacramento and and San Antonio. San Antonio was pretty lopsided too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Memphis. It's, 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 a nice, it's a nice stretch, at least. What was Memphis's no show? I guess they just, you know, mailed it in. But 
yeah, I mean, they look great. They were offensively cats involved. They they're getting him out. You know, they're, he should take 10, three pointers a game. Uh, I mean, he's their best shooter. I yeah. kind of like the idea that they got him out on the wing a little more offensively, as long as they keep him mixing it up down defensively, but he's playing really good. Edwards is uh, a very interesting quote from uh, Heath when he had his great game, uh, the, Edwards at the start of that streak from uh, Finch. Yeah. When Finch said uh, that uh, he plays good, he plays a really good one out of three. Did you see that? Yeah, I didn't see that. We got to get him up to two out of three. And so he's trying to keep him humble, but uh, he's, you know, he's a competitor. He does, he does take too many threes, I think, uh, quick threes. But then when he came out and made five out of five (laughs) on, on, the, the other night when they yeah. blew out Memphis, it was, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, when Russell is, when Russell is an asset instead of a liability, they're pretty good. Yeah. I think that's, that's the bottom line with this team this year is that they're going to go as far as, I mean, they're going to, they're, they're two best players are still Edwards and towns. So they're two oh, most yeah, you know, important players, but, but, Ed, but, but, but Russell was kind of, it will be, that kind of tip the scales guy. If he has a good game, they got a good chance to win. If he has a poor game, they got a big, good chance to lose. They have some other guys, uh, Vanderbilt, that they almost let get away, ended up giving him more money than they wanted to. Uh, that kid, he gets rebounds. He, he plays. He's he's a better complimentary player than, ben, than McDaniels is. because And now they've got McDaniels coming off the bench, and he's getting more shots and playing better. And Nazari, I like him a lot. He's been hurt, but I like him as the backup. They got not only are they better, they got about nine, eight, nine players. You know, they got a little depth, and yeah. you're not horrible when McLaughlin plays. He's he's okay, and you know Beverly is so, good. I like Beverly. Yeah, oh Beverly, tremendous. He, he's changed their defense completely. I saw a long uh, interview that Marnie had with him that was obviously done on media day that they keep rerunning on whatever their wolves weekly show as i stumbled yeah. across it pretty interesting cat that guy is he's uh but he uh I, I i also like the fact that he threw at least two f-bombs in there that they had to bleep out so uh <laughs> but uh i mean he's really they 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 always tell you about they're going to change their defensive ethic but that guy really has changed their defensive ethic he is really good defensively he makes the right he makes it steal at big times in the game. He got great hands and, uh, you know, he doesn't need many shots. So he's, he's perfect for him. I, I think so they've, they've stumbled out of the right starting lineup and the right guys coming off the bench. They, they look good. There's, there's no excuse for them not to win 36, 37, 38 and make the, and you know, they, they should be, they shouldn't be fighting to be seven, eight, nine or 10. They should be fighting to be six. You know, I don't know if the, the West is not that great this year. No. And, you know, I, you know, they're, they're, they were fun to watch here on this little streak. Now we'll see what happens. Yep. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens the rest of the, uh, this, what's that? As a blogger and you do a lot of wolf stuff, you have discovered there's nothing worse than, than, than putting that one foot on the wolves bandwagon because then they're gonna hit you with a big stick or something. But uh, I mean, they look good to me. I like the team. I, well, I like this team. 
Well, you probably saw when they were four and nine, I wrote, well, they better do something in this next four game stretch or they better get rid of a trade cat or something, you know, something yeah, crazy. Right, they they right. look terrible. And then all of a sudden, you know, they went three in a row. And, you know, here's, here's my theory. Maybe we can end with this. My theory is that when we write about streaks or, you know, trends that, that, that are happening, people accuse us of jinxing it when things go wrong, but really what's yes. happening is just like, it's this it's a regression to the mean or, or, or the other way yes, it's a progression right, to the mean right. where it's like, you wrote about something happening that's unexpected. What's probably going to happen next is things are going to even out. So there you go. Well, yes. And that look at the Vikings. I mean, they've had some tough losses and that y'all, the narrative becomes, boy, they could be eight and two. Well, okay. But they, you know, they could be three and seven too. If they, if the lions hadn't given them a game back and if the, and if they didn't get assistance yesterday, they could, you know, if that interception is an interception, they lose that game. So, um, you know, so they, uh, you know, that's, that's the, you know, that's, they've gotten back to the, they've, they've gotten those games that they had get away from them. They've gotten them back now. So yep. they're, they're, they're all square. They're to be. Five and five is about what they should be. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So, anyway, well, we'll see what they are next week. Got to go to San Francisco. College football is going to be huge next weekend too. Should be a good show on, uh, on Monday next week, programming note, um, no show Friday this week. We're going to give it one day of rest over the holiday, weekend, you, but we will do you? a Thanksgiving show. Okay. And I have looked it up. Huntington bank stadium is the name of that stadium. Yes. I looked yep. it up there. It's uh yes, we call it with those of us in the know, call it the hunt. Do we call it the hunt? <laughs> They're in the hunt. We're in the yeah, hunt, we baby. Call, we call Do we call it the hunt? The stadium? I don't know. What do we, we call it? We should. Yeah. I don't know. We just call it the bank still. You can still call yeah, it the bank. Just a different bank. Okay. Thanks, Patrick. All righty.